Shit about death with Diane and Jeff. Yeah, we're all bereft, so get it off your chest. We're talking shit about death. We're talking shit about death. In this episode of Talking Shit About Death, Diane talks about her estranged sister, Donna, and shares fond memories of her late sister, Denise. No. So we're talking about that one who is not named, but we're calling her Donna. She's my sister, Donna. I love her. But it's funny to think about the things that the things that you come across as a little person, as a young person, as you're developing, that make you be who you are. And the point is one of them. The Little Prince is one of them. The David Bowie, uh, Bing Crosby video is one of them. There was something about... Um, when I was young, I remember seeing um, this little short film on Saturday Night Live, and I believe it was after Anwar Sadat was murdered. And it was this short film, and it showed the stadium, and it was just this guy sweeping up. And then there was a dead dove, and they just showed him, and he just was crying, and he had to pick it up. And like, I've been trying to find that little film, like that little teeny, it was like three minutes, like two minutes long. And I need to find it because that, like I wrote about it in um, some dumb essay when I was a kid. I think it was so powerful to me that I need to find it because it made me feel something. And that's the way I felt about the point. Like, you know, back before there was internet and all that crap. It's about life. Death is about life, So man. let's talk about Donna. God bless her. Here's the thing. When I grew up, Donna was coolish. Who's Donna? Donna is my sister. Okay. Um, I mean, you know, was. Still is, as far as I'm concerned. Either way. <clears throat> she was coolish. <clears throat> I remember, like... When she was going to college to be a teacher, and I was young, like, how old are you when you go to be a teacher? 18, 19, 18, 19, going to college. I was like four or five. And when I went to kindergarten, I could read and write. Just saying. And not just because of her, but because of Monica and Marie. Like, when I was in kindergarten, I was just like, this is bullshit. I'm realizing I got this. Blah. Fine. Boop, boop, boop. I can read that. Because I had such older people, and they all, they cared about me. And they, Monica and Marie, especially, really, like, and Denise probably too, but she was, like, out having a good time. Yeah. Smoking pot. But Donna was actually going to school to be a teacher. And so maybe when I was, like, five-ish or something, I just remember being in her room and she had these weird blocks and things. And like, I was doing these, it was like weird algebra blocks to do math things. 
And she would use, she would kind of using me as a little test subject, which was cool. Thank you, Nana. Because she really expanded my mind as a kid. For real. Like, I could have just been sitting there watching, like, Bugs Bunny, which I did anyway. But she definitely, you know, did some stuff. She she helped my brain. And and she was cool. And she she was a teacher. And she was a librarian. Let's and, not knock Bugs Bunny either. Oh, I fucking love Bugs Bunny. Because I was raised on you don't have anything in there anymore but it was cool like I definitely she definitely taught me a lot younger you know but I still also credit Monica Emery I could read and write when I was five easy peasy not a problem whatever big deal probably a lot of people do but so Donna God bless her was kind of fun all the time kind of but like and it was weird because she was, you know, my brothers would pick on her or whatever, but she would also pick on them. And, like, everybody sort of said Donna was adopted. You know, we would always, like, they would always joke about that, like, ah, where is she from? Because she was kind of different than everybody. I mean, God love you. You know, I loved her. She was my sister. Well, how can I not? But she was always a little bit different than everybody. You know, all these other assholes were just, you know, they're all like kind of idiots. I mean, like all these people that are older than me were like me. Just funny, outgoing, kind of stupid, kind of, but smart and cool and fun and whatever. Like nobody's a dick in my family. There's not a dick. Anybody. But Donna was always a little bit uptighty-whitey. But whatever. I still I loved her. I loved her. I loved her. She's great. You know, she was a librarian. I used to do, make, help her make these. I made art things for displays. She did fun things. I loved her. She was awesome. But here's the thing. Denise and Donna were like a year apart. And my mom and dad, I guess, when they were young, they used to dress them kind of like twinsy. Which is kind of weird, but it probably would be weird for a person. But they were, like, really close. Like, probably even, like, less than a year apart. Like, Irish twins. You know what I mean? Like, as soon as, you know, you pop one out, you pop out another. And they were super cool. They shared a room, bedroom, in my parents' house. They even, like, when they got older, they had an apartment together. Whatever. And that was great. And then... Something happened. I think, I don't remember exactly when it was. Monica and Marie could clarify this. But um, something happened. You know, I don't know quite what it was. And it doesn't really matter what it was. But something happened where there was a thing between them and they didn't talk ever again. And they, when they lived in the same town, like, they would come to the family house for Christmas, but Denise would be over here and Dom, you know, they, they would not look at each other, not talk to each other. All this stuff. Blah, blah, blah. Who cares? No big deal. But then when Denise got breast cancer for the first time, and Denise got, you know, pretty sick, and I was like, all right, I'm going to do it. And I called Donna, and I was like, hey, dude, you know, your sister's really sick. 
I know you guys had a falling out. I don't know what it is. I don't understand it. Whatever, but she's really sick. Maybe you should, you know, it'd be cool if you could, like, reach out or, like, send her a card, something. And on the phone, my sister Donna, blood relative, said, you know, there's some people you just don't like. She's one of them. I was like, I... That was a weird thing to say to me. Like, like there's some people you don't like. And I was just like, that's weird. I mean, I get it. Like, you know, if you fucking hate your sister or your brother or something, I don't know. I just, I don't, like, I get it. I get if you don't like your blood relative or something. But if they are in trouble and they're sick, 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 like not like they have a flu. They have fucking breast cancer. You know, maybe like reach out. Say like, hey dude, I hate you, but good luck. <laughs> you know, whatever. But she was just like, nah. And then fast forward. And when Denise was real sick, like years later, like she, Denise is a fucking motherfucking badass motherfucking bitch. I mean, she was a wonderful lady. She was just the most beautiful, wonderful lady in the world, as far as I'm concerned. And you know, when she was, when she had breast cancer, she was like, she told the doctor, she was like, take them off, give me back twice as much. So she got big boobs. And uh, before that happened, like, I lived in Maryland and I got my first tattoo, my little um, Pooh and Piglet. And she's like, I'm coming down, I'm gonna get my tattoo. And like, so she actually drove down to Maryland on a whim. And I was like, oh my God, Denise. I hadn't seen her in so long. She's like, I'm, let's get a tattoo. And I was like, okay. So we went to the place called Leatherman. And she was like, I want to, she kept saying a bird of paradise. So she got this tattoo on her shoulder and I sat on the floor with her and it took like four hours or something. And I was like, what is happening? And it wasn't, but it was like this bird. I thought she meant the flower. But then she got this tattoo, and after she passed away, I was like, I really want to get a feather from it, because it was a bird-looking thing. I had to find a picture of it, I was like, I know I have one, I know I have one. And then some, like, finally I found it, and I sent it to my tattoo person, and they're like, that's a phoenix. And I was like, what? And Denise lived in Phoenix, and a phoenix is rises from the ashes and all that stuff. And I was like, that's Phoenix? She thought it was like a bird of paradise. And she's like, no, no. I was like, give me the biggest Phoenix you've ever seen. Bam! So I did that. And I got the biggest, like a big, 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 big. But that's the Phoenix for Denise. So anyway, Donna, God bless her. So when Denise got really sick, I just kept trying to call Donna. I was just calling, 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 calling. But when I was calling her, when Denise got real sick the second time, I was calling her, calling her, calling her, calling her, calling her, and she would, like, I would, it would get hung up on, hung up on, hung up on, hung up on. And I kept calling. And finally, she was like, you're disturbing my family. And I said, you know what? You're disturbing my family. And she just hung up. And then I was just like, what the fuck? And, you know, Denise... Me and Marie and Monica 
and David were just taking turns going out to Phoenix to hang out with her. And Matt would come too. And we'd just hang out. And like, I was picking up my sister and carrying her upstairs, carrying her to the bathroom, doing things. And like, this motherfucking asshole that was her twin for a while didn't give a shit about it. And that kills me. It hurts my heart. And like, it's fine. That's cool if that's what you want to do. But like, just she needs to know that. And she doesn't care. But if she died tomorrow, I won't care. I'm not going to go to her funeral. I won't give a shit about her family. I don't care. I, and, and that's what kills me. Like, I do. And, like, even after all this crap, I, like, I wrote her a letter. I just was like, all right. You know, all my family, everybody, everyone, even my mother. My mother was like, she's done. I'm, gonna, I'm writing her out of the will. I was like, ugh, it hurts my heart. And when my mom died, I wrote her, I wrote Donna a letter. I was like, whew. And I was like, I can't, I can't, I can't. I got to reach out one more time. I wrote this letter. I was just like, hey, man. Hey, Donna. You're my sister. I love you. I don't know what happened. I don't care. I still love you. You're my sister. You know where I live. Here's my phone number. Here's my email. If you want to, please reach out. Let's talk. Boom, boom, boom. I didn't even read it twice. I nailed it. Nothing. Not a word. I think she's adopted. I would like to take a DNA test. And like when we used to say that, it was a joke. But like every family's got one black sheep, she I looks guess. Like your mom. Yeah. Here's the thing I want to say, I want to say because she's an evil bitch, but I, I don't believe that at all. No. I love her. I still love her. I love her. I don't know what it is, though. God love her. But you know what? When David died, when my brother David died, we're good into this. But when Davey died, um, <laughs> so David really did not like Donna from the get-go. None of her own fault. God bless. And then they had a thing. I actually looked up David's um, obituary that we wrote, which is, like, fucking beautiful. It's a beautiful obituary. It's like... Anyway, but we left Donna out. Absolutely out. Which he would have actually wanted it that way. So we were just carrying out his wishes. Because he was like, that bitch is dead to me. Like, long ago. And that's not me. That's him. So, when he passed on, when we're writing the obituary, which is fucking magical, we left her out. Because that was his wishes. And um, we left her, her husband, and her son out. Just not my idea. And then... 
her husband wrote a letter. Seven days. So That's a whole I story. A question. Yes. When Please. Michael died, mm-hmm. he died first. Mm-hmm. <sighs> he was 47, you were 33. I think. This is where the shit went down because yeah. my dad was around and stuff. So when Michael was sick, we were all like, hey, buddy. You know, we are all around. Like, he was in his house. And we'd all come around and hang out. And, uh, when he got real bad, like dying, you know, he was sick for a while. You know when somebody is dying. And we told her. We are like, hey, dude. She never came around when he was kind of sick. Like me, Monica, dad, everybody was like hanging out with him. And uh, she never came around. And um, when he got real sick, when it was like, you know, getting to be go time, she was nowhere to be found. And um, when he died, my dad, <laughs> my father, went to her house and wrote a sticky that said, your brother's dead put it on the door. She had she said that uh they went to Montreal. It's like fuck you. Ugh, I hate it. Like there's part of me that just wants to say like you're fuck you're not my fam like fuck you. But I can't help it. I love like I still there's a piece of me like everybody else. Everybody else. All my entire family, even the dead ones, they're like, fuck her. There's still this little piece of me, because maybe I'm like the youngest. I'm just like, yeah, come on, come on, come on. But my mom wanted to like write her out of the will, and but she didn't. Yeah, she should have. I'm sorry, I don't want to be a dick, but... I just want to know what the problem is. Like, I think Monica and Marie and Mark, they're done. They don't care. I don't think they even, like, have a wishy-washy thought in their head about him, about her. Because I try, I'm just like, what is it? I just want to know, like, what is it? Like, I still want to get you. Talking shit about death with Diane and Jeff. Yeah, we're all bereft, so get it off your chest. We're talking shit about death. We're talking shit about death. Thanks for spending some of your limited time here on Earth with us. For more stories, photos, and goodies, go to talkingshitaboutdeath.com. See you next time.